Hey, it's Kelly and Wood, and while we're out for the holidays, we wanted to play for you some of our what we call snooze clips. These are usually recorded out of our first break of the day, and then, well, you never know where the conversations will go. Right. They usually play back at the start of the 9 o'clock hour, with this usually before them. If you hit the snooze this morning, here's what you missed with Kelly and Wood. My daughter is doing what uh, I just, I dreaded this day, and I knew it was coming. The, the Valley Fair trip that most schools take. Until like towards the end of the year. Okay. Uh, usually, I did it when I was a kid. Now my daughter's doing Valley Fair, the big amusement park down in Shakopee. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh man, I, she was like, "Dad, can I come back on the late bus?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh, I know." And I'm, I, look, I trust my daughter, and she's insanely intelligent. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, oh, do you really want to be at Valley Fair all day, like with no supervision? Because there's not going to be any chaperones. There's no any. teachers or anything. Well, they'll be there, but they can't follow the kids around constantly. And we yeah. did this, we did this like when I was in the sixth grade. We went to mm-hmm. Valley Fair, and it was just all right. Go on, let her ride. Yeah, go out there. I'm I'm more concerned that I'm going to give my daughter money to go buy stuff, and she's going to lose it all. My daughter's a bit of a flibberty gibbet. Mm-hmm. You know, she just kind of she flies fast and loose. And I'm gonna give her like you know a hundred bucks to go out there, and she's gonna lose it all. Well, she's gonna have a hell of a time, though. Yeah, you know, it's just I'm I'm so nervous. I'm so incredibly nervous about it. I'm surprised they still do this stuff. We did it when I was in school. We went to Six Flags. Now in Six Flags in Atlanta, let me tell you, here we go. Ain't in a good neighborhood. <laughs> like as you got on the bus, like all right, here's a Kevlar. Stand back to back with Doug, and you guys can walk in together. Well, Shakopee is a you know that's a way out suburb. Yeah, it's that's, way down. That's right by the horse track. Right, it's like forty minutes outside of Minneapolis. It's not a bad neighborhood, but about a lot of knuckleheads hang out there mm. at the at Valley Fair. That's what I'm most worried about. But this will be during the day, during the week. No good nicks, if and, you will. And here's the other thing: it's on my daughter's a million <laughs> bunch of street toughs. Oh, rascals! <laughs> but it's on my daughter's birthday. They do, and I'm like, you mean you'd rather go to Valley Fair than hang out with your dad on your birthday? Let her go, man. I know, and it's she's she's gonna be 13, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's tough. And I to, I told her the other day, straight up, hey, look, mom and dad are learning how to let you grow up as well. Don't be so hard on us when we you know treat you like a little kid. It's like we're learning too. You're yeah. our first child. We don't know what to do either. It's the bell curve, though. You know, I mean, when you're obviously young, you're attached to the hip to your parents. As you right. get older, you go. But then as you get older, man, you, you crave that. You know, that connection with your parents. Oh, and she, you know my family. Yeah. We, we're thick as thieves, man. We, Way too tight. We, we moved, last night, I, it actually led to an argument with me and my wife mm-hmm. because I had to go to some stupid school carnival. I had work to do. I had a quick mix to put together. I was like, why am I here? Yeah. I was standing in like this long line for a crappy pretzel. I'm like, why am I even here? My wife said, because we all wanted to go. I'm like, then go. Yeah, you guys well, go. My, like, I'm at every function, my family. Why am I here? See, and this is where I am. I'm 10 spaces ahead of you on oh, this you, one. Because you set the precedent early on. That, and if I if my wife would drag me to something I didn't want to go, I'd make it miserable for everybody. Oh, I did. Yeah, good. Trust me, I made it miserable for my entire family. My son didn't get a pretzel because I was complaining about this long. I ruined it. Trust they, me. They look around, they're like, this is this is miserable. We should have left that. Like yesterday, my wife was like, hey, she had the day off. She's like, let's spend some time together. I was like, hey, you know what? I want to play my baseball game. You know my baseball game, right? Yes, very important to you. Apparently, I lost my temper, started screaming at the television. Andrea just gets up. She goes... This isn't fun. I was like, then hit the bull. <laughs> Just hit the bricks, lady. You want a divorce? I'll give it. To, I'll sign it right now. You know what you signed up for. Of course, this little eight-year-old kid's like, you suck, dude. And I'm like, you shut your <laughs> dirty mouth. Kelly and Wood. At the house, man. You know, I've been trying to get my kids involved in some kind of sport. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a I'm not a sportsy guy. A sportsman? So I understand that my kids aren't that into sports. I totally get it. But I think that they need to do something, right? Mm-hmm. 
And so trying to find them a sport that they could just play on their own where you know, it's not really a team or whatever, I, we signed them up for tennis. So they're going to do tennis over the all summer, right. which is like, all right, it's a good introduction to at least learning what sports are all about. But my son is beside himself with worry. Just like his dad, he's got 10 million bad scenarios already playing out in his head. Classic Jordan. Right. So I had to tell him, I said, Vincent, look, I, your dad played high school basketball. Well, I was on the team. I yeah, I was about to say, we're really stretching some words here. Well, I, I, I played. I had like maybe four points over my three years that I played. Not bad. Right. Point a year. <laughs> All right. So I told him, I said, I was like, Vincent, my very, and I've already, I've already told you guys how I used to practice with the girls team because mm-hmm. they didn't really need me to yeah. practice with the guys. They knew I wasn't going to play anyway. So you hustle on over there. Just go to the girls' side of the gym. But I was telling him the very first time that I got put into a high school basketball game, right? I'm coming down the court when I'm dribbling. Right. And by the way, Kelly is miming this out in studio. And I'm coming down. I'm like, all right, one, one. We're gonna, you know, I was calling the play, right? Uh huh. One. Oh, point guard running the show. <laughs> yeah. And I come down and I get to the top of the key. Boom! Foot go. The ball goes off my foot and goes out of bounds. This is my very first time playing in a high school game. Dude, I got booed. Ooh. <laughs> I got booed. Was it a home game or a road game? It was a home game. Oh, that's even worse. And I got booed, and I couldn't believe it. And everyone was just like, oh, my God. And there's, you know, everyone just couldn't believe mm. that the ball went off my foot. And I was like, Vincent, you will probably not have any more embarrassing moment than that. Yeah. Between that and the fact that I – well, I never played. And my poor mom had to drive me all over the state to these games, mm-hmm. you know, because it was a private Lutheran school. Small, We played other Lutheran schools, I guess. And <laughs> Broke bread afterwards. <laughs> right. What's over some scripture? And, and so I was just, my poor mom had to just, and, and looking back, I know I'm hard on my parents, but looking back, my mom had to drive sometimes an hour to a game, right? Mm-hmm. And just to watch just watch you sit. Sit there cold because it was in the wintertime, you know, and I wasn't playing to generate any heat. And I, the only I would the only I was the guy that got put in when we were either so far behind or so far ahead that there was almost no chance of us either winning or losing. You're the exact opposite. Like you see on Sports Center sometimes, where like they put in like the you know the team manager who's been the team manager for three years. Yeah, and he doesn't have like sight, and he right. buries a jumper. Right. <laughs> the exact opposite of that. The kid who got in is like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I, I still remember, dude. The first time I scored, it was on a layup. It was on a fast break. Right? Oh, and I'm coming down again. He's miming it in studio. <laughs> I'm coming down the court, and boom! I hit a layup. I got fouled on that layup, and one, and one. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was. On top of the world, and I want my kids to have that feeling too. Without the, a doubt, the, the brief moment of success I had felt amazing. I still remember it to this day. I was about to say, think of it. And that was probably what thirty years ago. Yeah. Good grief, I'm old. Anyway, man, that so, is pretty cool. Tennis. So tennis is the, the sport they're going to start with, and we'll see where it goes from there. Kelly and Wood. Wood, I did it. What's that? Called the city on my neighbors finally. Now, if you don't know, I live in an area. Okay, quick backstory. Me and my wife panic bought our house mm-hmm. because we moved up here from Texas and we, we were staying with my mom for a while because we didn't have a place to live. That was not a good arrangement. You know, I got two kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we, we had to get out. We had to find a house. Didn't, I didn't have a ton of money. So we had to find something we could afford, something that was close to my mom, something that was close to work. Those things were all really hard to find. So we panic bought the f- a house that we could afford. Anytime you can buy the most expensive <laughs> thing in your life, <laughs> sight unseen, you just got to do it. My wife went and toured it. And I was like, look, if you like it, let's put an offer on it right now. Because, but this is, this is like four or five years ago when houses were just flying off the market. 
You couldn't even hardly get to it. Like someone would just buy it. I think that's still the case, but that's fine. Well, good, because maybe I can sell this dump. But anyone, <laughs> by the way, if anyone's looking to uh, buy a house, <laughs> check me out on Zillow. <laughs> so my, I, but I live around a lot of trashy people, and my area is known for that. Like if you look up. Anything, any Facebook group, everybody makes fun of my area. They call it, uh, mm-hmm. they, they call it the Kentucky of the Midwest. Oh I mean, it's just, it's bad. I may be insulting to Kentucky, to be honest with you. My wife texted me a month ago and said, oh, you're going to love this. Our neighbors just put a bed out in their front lawn. Because, like, in my neighborhood, if you put, like, say you have a gas grill that works still, mm-hmm. you know, but it's kind of run down. You put it out front, put a thing on that says works, it'll be gone the next day. Yeah, because you go grab it. So, no, no, that was just a, that was only that elliptical that I grabbed off the curb and it still works. And a grill and a headboard. No, no, the grill that had mice in it, I got that from out behind my dad's garage. Okay. What about the headboard? The headboard, no, the headboard was free on, on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Oh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that was classy. I, I don't care. Go on. I'm a bargain hunter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so my wife texted me a month ago. I was I was DJing a wedding, and she's like, oh, you're going to love this. When you get home, our neighbors have put a mattress out in their front yard oh, yeah. as if someone's going to come grab a mattress off the curb. So I'm like, great, typical. You know, these are the same guys that were trying to break into a safe in their front lawn. Mm -hmm. They had the world's oldest RV parked in their lawn for the longest time. I still, I'm not 100%, I'm I'm still not 100% against you on the the safe thing. That sounds cool. (laughs) I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. So anyway, so the mattress is out there. I gave it two weeks. I was like, clearly they're not going to leave it out there. Clearly you have some pride in your home. You would think. That you don't want a mattress sitting out in front of, and box spring, mind you, sitting out in front of your house for more than two weeks. Like, that's a really long time. That's your kingdom. We're coming up on a month. So I finally called the city and I said, look, is there anything I can do? A lot of people told you that's the way to go about right. this. I called the city and you were here in here when I got the call back. I was. And I was like, thank you so much. They're like, all right, we're going to go over there and we're going to handle this for mm-hmm. you. City calls me back, right? And I'm like, cool. Action. This is what the si- the system works for the Here little- are my tax dollars at work. <laughs> the system worked for the little guy one time. They call me and say, okay, yes, we went over there, confirmed there was a mattress in the front yard. By the way, I sent them a picture. Mm-hmm. They're like, we-, we sent someone over, confirmed there was a mattress in the front yard, and we have sent out a letter. Yeah! I was like, and what is that letter supposed to do? I said, you understand we're dealing with people who have had a a mattress in their yard for a month now. I don't think a letter is going to do a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So I told the guy, I said, look, I'm just going to go. I'm going to pay to have it removed myself. I was like, it depresses me every time I see it. I feel like my life has just gone to heck in Mm -hmm. a handbasket. I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to pay somebody. There's a guy who comes through our neighborhood. You give him 30 bucks, he'll take it away for you, whatever. He sounds like a beautiful place. (laughs) You just have a, ra- By the a way, roving trash collector. Check Zillow because uh, this thing will be on the market later today. I mean, other cities have trash service and things no, this, like that, but apparently like- Kelly's just got a guy with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Bring out your trash! Ah, <laughs> oh, crap, here he comes. No, no, he's like, it's like for bulk trash. Like, okay. Because a lot of people don't have a truck or whatever to take it to the dump, so you just pay him, he'll take it to the dump for you. It's a pretty good service, man. I mean, and the, I, and the guy's making money. He's got a side hustle. He's making decent money. Nothing don't wrong. Don't you hate on... I, I, I apologize. Don't you hate on Cordell. Okay. He's a good guy. <laughs> I love the fact you're on first name basis with trash cars. Because I, I, I have a lot of trash around. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. We're meeting with my wife's plastic surgeon today to find out okay. what the what the aftermath of all of this is going to look like. It's, it's weird because I don't know what questions to ask. Like My wife is always like... 
I'm like, well, do I have to? And I don't care if she wants me there, I'll be there. But I'm like, is this really something I need to be at? Like, they're going to be talking about right. reconstruction and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't like asking questions because I feel like any question I ask makes me look like pervert. a pervert. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Well, what are they going to look like after? That, I was going to say, I got questions. That's a pervert get, question, right? I can give you some. Yeah. <laughs> you? Now, was this one recommended? Yeah. Okay. This was, and it's weird, dude, but when you're dealing with something in the medical field and they're just kind of like, well, I recommend this person. And then you're like, well, are you recommending them because they're a friend of yours? Mm-hmm. Are, you re- are they really the best? No, not, it's not that, I mean, they're obviously in the, in the business of making you well and getting you back on track. Right. But I'm just saying like, you know, you know, our surgeon is only 39 years old mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man. That's so young. Now, is that the plastic surgeon or no, is that this, the doctor surgeon? That's the doctor surgeon. That's and yes, I understand plastic surgeons are real doctors. <laughs> I'm not saying, you know, right. I'm not being insulting. No, the 39-year-old surgeon is the one that's going to do the removal. The plastic okay. surgeon is going to do the rebuilding. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little hurt. You didn't ask me about my plastic surgeon. Well, I... Why would I? Because I could have given you a recommendation. Well, I, I they were want, phenomenal. I want someone who focused. Now, yes, you did have breasts at one point, Thank but you. I want and I they want, were gone. I mean, for all intents and purposes, maybe want, she's getting mine. I want someone who focuses on the female breast, mm-hmm. not male breast. Hey, let's, let's be honest. My my body was a sloppy mess. If you could do, turn this <laughs> from that, the man could work magic. I'm not going to say that because every time I say something about your past appearance, mm-hmm. it, it seems to strike a nerve. Well, again, you you don't say it kindly. You you go straight for the bone. <laughs> well, am I making anything up? Mm, ouch. <laughs> no, you're not. But no, I mean that it is one of those deals of you know it. it and I, and I will say this because after you know I lost all the weight, I had I had someone tell me that went through the whole deal. Yeah, they're like honestly, when I lost all the weight, I felt great, but I was more self conscious about my body with all the extra skin right. than I was being. I can huge. see that. I can see that. And I thought to myself, and that person told me, I was like, that is the dumbest thing possible. I was like, that is how could you possibly be? Until then, I got in those shoes, and I was right. like, yep, I get it. And I just felt weird. So for a female, and again, I can't put myself in those shoes, right? but I can understand while, you know, you go through all this, you get on the back end of it, you're still going to feel like, Hey, I've got to get this part straightened out. Yeah. And so I, this is an important step. Yeah. It's huge. And so that's why I kind of wanted to be there with her today when she goes to meet this plastic surgeon. But like I said, I, I'm literally there just taking notes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to say anything because I'm like, well, what are the scars going to look like? Because I don't care. Like, I honest to God, do not care. I just want to get on the other side of all this. Yeah. The cosmetic part is what it is. I, I, you know, it's like, well, my wife, my wife, well, she got stretch marks with our first, with, with Presley. Tiger stripes, my friend. Right. And I never once cared. She was yeah. like, oh, it's so gross. I'm like, I don't care at yeah. all. It's, it's not like, I, it's, I don't know. It, it, there's just, it's a different mindset. To me, that just shows, hey. You had my kid. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I've always told her. I'm like, that just shows that you put your body through the ultimate test to have our daughter. Now, you won't ask it, but I'll go ahead and ask it. Yeah. I'm going to ask the questions you're too afraid of. Let me write this down. Is she going to go same size or is she going to club up? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know if she can. Because I think if you're going to, you know, go in there and do it, if she ever wanted to do that. Well, and I think psychologically, wouldn't you be like, all right, well, if I have to go through this, I'm going to get exactly what I want. That's what I'm saying. I- I'm going to get what God didn't give me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you wanted less or whatnot, because I- I've always I've always told Andrea, if she ever wanted a boob job, 
Yeah. We'd be all for it. Now, the thing is, the woman was blessed, right? <laughs> but she's always talked about getting a lift right. when she gets a little older. And I said, if you would like that, that's fine. Right. But that's what I'm saying. If she was, is is your wife interested in just kind of re- reinstalling okay. the original equipment or I don't take know. it to the next I, level? I, this, because these are questions. Why don't I just go for you? Fine. <laughs> you, have no, you have no cooth. Yeah, there's Brianna just sitting there all of a sudden. I walk in. I'm like, hey, yo. Doctor, what are we talking? A full handful here? Well, we going full boltons or? <laughs> so I get tased. <laughs> I was doing it for the show. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. You brought up your garage sale. That's yes. coming up. Which... M- moving into the stages of, oh, crap. Now, when is this actually going to happen? When is the garage sale going down? Well, it's, it's kind of interesting. We kind of backed into it. Our neighborhood, our, our, I guess our town has like a, a designated garage sale weekend. Oh, those are fun. And it's coming like up <laughs> on like June 8th. Okay. And so I, it looks like that is going to be go time. But Will you pro- be able to get everything ready to go by June 8th? Well, here's the deal. I am fine lugging stuff out. My back is healed to a point where I'm able to pick up something without weeping. Your back being a super athlete. Exactly. And I I don't we don't know how to price anything. So my wife is getting rid of like all of our baby stuff. All right? Right. By the way, birth control, do your thing. Because if not, I'm spending a lot of money <laughs> on the back end of this deal. And I just said, so look, all right, we're, she's going out of town. She's going on a girls weekend next weekend. Right. Leaving you. As a single parent, right, we have a ton of work to get done in here before the 8th. So it's going to be like, I guess like the 9th, because like Thursday we were told is like the garage sale day. Right, That's because that's when all the early birds get out and they, they're looking for good. And you can, I've heard that you can make move a lot of merchandise on a Thursday. Well, so we've got all the, and Andrea's like, she turns to me, she's like, so what do you think I should ask for this jumper? I was like, A, don't know what the hell a jumper is. A nickel. B, 30 bucks. She's like, it's this. She holds up, it's like a little sleep sack thing. And I was like, is that too low? And she's like, you are no help. And I'm like, finally, finally you're grasping this. I don't know what is a good price for like onesies and things like this because she has a ton of onesies and all this stuff. And so we're trying to get it. We're borrowing tables from neighbors. I'm going. Oh, God. This just all sounds like a nightmare. It is. And she's like, well, should we hang up sheets and block off this area? I'm like, no. If somebody gets close to that, I say, "Hey, it's not for sale. Back it up." You know, we have all these people going through my things. People wanting to use your bathroom. Uh, the ironic. <laughs> the hell no! Use the tree out front, like my son. Uh, you know, there's a creek in the back. It's it's just kind of becoming one of these things. Like Andrew's like, you know, we need to hang stuff. I'm like, why am I hanging anything? This is crap. I don't want. Set it on the table. If it sells, it sells. If not. The cool thing is here is I, this is the money I'm raising for my tattoo, right? right. I, I cannot wait. I got my tattoo, my first appointment coming up here on June 8th with fresh skin tattoos here. I am excited about this, but I need money for that. I can't just show up and be like, ah, uh, wh- what would you like me to do? Plus, if you sold my stuff for me, you'd probably lie to me and be like, nah, I didn't sell. How dare you? I, 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 I mean, I, I, may, I may lie to you on how right. much I got for it, but... Right. There, there would be some nefarious action going on. You'd get a little something on the back end, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, not pay, I'm not paying you tribute to sell my stuff. Uh, so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that point, though, where we have... I'm like, literally, we can't park a single car in the garage right now because right. we have so much stuff in there. But we got, like, decorations. We got it all. But, yeah, this baby stuff, it's got to go. Wow. It is got to go. And, that Dad... Pr- and price it to sell. 
Real, but that's it. I don't know. I think a jumper is like twenty five cents. Who knows? And that's what I'm saying. I'm not. Do, I'm not putting any amount of work into anything to make twenty five cents off it. Well, I'm not even writing twenty five cents on a sticker and slapping it on a shirt. I think we're going like a dollar, and it's like you know, especially like the newborn stuff. But you know, they're gonna talk you down to twenty five cents. Uh, not on Thursday. You catch me on a Saturday. Hell, I may help you load. Well, now you've just told everyone, don't come on Thursday. Come on Saturday. They're going to get the better deal. You don't 